The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Richard Hutnut, makers of enriched cream shampoo and cream rinse, present Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Bill Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a minute. I'd like to take about one minute right now to speak to all you young men between 17 and 18 and a half years of age. I'd like to talk to you fellows about some of the tremendous advantages and opportunities that are awaiting you in the National Guard, and especially to you young men with military obligations. First of all, there's that extra income, extra income that you'll always find you can use. In the National Guard, you'll have the opportunity of learning new skills. Then there's also the chance to qualify for a commission and to take courses in pilot training. Besides all this, there are retirement benefits in the National Guard. Yes, you young men between 17 and 18 and a half years of age who enlist in your local National Guard unit can start fulfilling your military obligation and start your training while living at home and continuing your work or school. Full details on the training program and enlistment requirements can be obtained at your local National Guard armory. Look into the National Guard enlistment program. It may be the opportunity you've been looking for. The house next door to Mr. and Mrs. McGee in Wistful Vista is for rent. It's been for rent for almost a week. But Mr. McGee is still confident he'll find the proper tenant for it. The house is being shown to a prospect right now by Fibber McGee and Molly. This room here, this is the den. This? <laughs> it's just been repapered and... Uh, Terribly cramped in here, isn't it? Well, if you need more room, we could take the paper off again, but we thought it looked nice. The uh, desk there by the window is brand new, Mrs. Potts. The owner said... Oh, the desk. That, of course, would have to go. Hmm. Uh, may I see the master bedroom, please? The what? The master... Uh, yes, Mrs. Potts. It's uh, right through here. After you. Boy, is she hard to please. She's complained about everything so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that window, uh, it doesn't open. It's stuck. Yes, so I see. I suppose Mr. McSpee can fix it. McGee. Huh? I say our name is McGee. I know that. Don't tell me. Tell her. That's what I was doing. But oh. it doesn't matter, really. I was saying the window doesn't open. I suppose your husband can fix it. He did. That's why... Uh, I mean, yes. Yes. He will. Yes. Sure, I'll fix it. Again. Well, that's a minor detail, anyhow. There are so many other things. You mean new other things or other things you already squawked about? Well, look at this bedroom, for instance. This closet is impossibly small. Mm. I wish ours was this big. (laughs) I suppose the house might possibly do, however. You'd have to redecorate completely, enlarge the closets, and remodel the bath, of course. Boy, we've had a lot of people look at this house, but nobody like you. I don't know where you were raised, sis, but you're sure particular where you live. Where I live? Oh, good heavens. You didn't think I was considering this house. In this neighborhood for my own use. Well, now, what's the matter with this neighborhood? My husband and I are remodeling the servant's wing at our country home. And I merely need temporary housing for my butler and maid. Well, that's a relief. For a minute, I thought you were going to move in here yourself. 
I really hate to ask them to live in such a cramped little hovel. But if you'll make the alterations I suggest... Lady. Yes? Do you have a hobby? A hobby? Because if you don't, I got a suggestion. Go fly a kite. Oh, McGee. In this room here, this is the den. Looks great. Nice big room, isn't it? Yes. It's just been repapered, sir. Well, I like that pattern. Hey, that's a nice-looking desk in there. Yep, brand new. Boy, a guy could really get some work done there, huh? If you'd like to see the bedrooms, they're through here. This one here, this is the master bedroom. This guy seems to like the place. Yes, he's nice and friendly, too, isn't he? Oh, uh, that window doesn't open. It's stuck. Well, I wouldn't let that bother me. Who'd want to open a window in this kind of weather anyhow? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, that's a break. I broke the sash cord on that thing this morning. Now I won't have to fix it. Sure a nice big closet in here, isn't it? Well, that one seems a little small, but... You ought to see some of them I've looked at. I was in a house yesterday where the bedroom closet was so small, you wouldn't believe it. Really? Yeah. You know, in most closets, how you can hang maybe eight or ten suits if you hang them sideways? Sure. Well, in this closet, you can only hang one suit facing front... And if the lapels were wrinkled, you couldn't close the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly seem to have a good sense of humor. Well, I'm easy going. It doesn't pay to worry. You know what Confucius said? Hair today, bald tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know whether I want this guy for a neighbor or not. Oh, he's all right. Let's not start getting picky again. Let's get it rented. Okay. Nice view from this window here. This sure is a nice place, all right. Now, if you'll show me the back porch... There's certainly uh, right through here. Well, I'm glad you like the place, bud. You, you do like it. Oh, yeah. This is a dandy house. Nice kitchen here. It's very convenient. And here's the back porch. Good. Well, thanks a lot. You folks have been swell. Uh, when would you like to move in, bud? Move in? Yeah, that's what you're here for, ain't it? To rent the house. Oh, no. I'm from the electric company. I just came to read the meter. Huh? You folks were so nice showing me around, I didn't want to break it up, so I... Back to Westful Vista in a minute. Hello, I'm your Richard Hudnut beauty advisor. Here's exciting beauty news for you busy women. It's about an amazing shampoo that gives your hair a beautiful egg sheen in just three minutes' time. This remarkable beautifier is called Richard Hudnut Enriched Cream Shampoo. It's made with real eggs, powdered in a wonderful cleansing formula that sudses right up even in hardest water. Every drop of this golden lotion cream shampoo is enriched with egg protein. And since hair itself is protein, it naturally benefits from this affinity of protein to protein. It's nature's own way to put a beautiful sheen in your hair. You'll love the way your hair gleams smooth and shiny as bridal satin. And ladies, nobody's too busy to take a minute more for Richard Hudnut Cream Rinse. It seals in that fine glimmer and gleam, protects it with a fragrant beauty finish. Take my advice and try this quick two-step way to truly beautiful hair. Richard Hudnut Enriched Cream Shampoo and Richard Hudnut Cream Rinse. Frankly, McGee, I'm getting awfully tired of this whole situation. Yeah. Why don't you write to Mr. Ingram and tell him we haven't been able to rent his house and to get a real estate man? Oh, no, Molly. Not when we're this close to finding the exact right tenant for it. This close? By the law of averages. With all the people we've showed it to so far, we're bound to hit soon. 
Besides, Ingram didn't say we had to rent it right away. I know, but he probably expected it. All he that. said was three things. Rent it for 125 a month, take out 20 bucks a month commission, and don't let anybody look in the attic. Keep it locked and don't even us look in there. I wish I knew what the heck's in that attic. Oh, dear, forget that attic, will you? I thought you had. I've been trying to forget it, but, well, gee whiz. I know what you mean. Give us a bunch of keys for his house, and then he says, that's the attic key there, but don't use it. Don't unlock the attic, he says. I don't want anybody to look in that locked attic. Personal stuff, he says. I know just how you feel, but we did promise Mr. Ingram we would leave the attic locked, and we will. That's why I hid the attic key so we wouldn't be tempted. Where'd you hide it? Underneath... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably just got a lot of old clothes and personal letters and things in that attic, McGee, so... So if that's what it is, why does it hurt if I look to make sure? You'll be pretty embarrassed if that house blows up someday and it turns out Ingram was smuggling atom bombs and the attic is full of fissions. <laughs> and left the key with us so we'd be sure not to look, huh? Oh, McGee, don't be silly. Probably the FBI. I'll get it. Hello, McGee speaking. Yeah, we got an ad in the paper. House for rent. The address is 77 Wistful Vista, right next door to us. What? It's on fire? On fire? Oh, oh, is that you, fatso? Oh, that, that's very funny. Stuck again. Oh, well, my goodness. I wish you wouldn't do things like that. No, we haven't rented yet. Why? A patient of yours? Oh, swell. Thanks, Ducky. Yeah, thanks. What is it? Doc's sending some people over to look at the house. A guy named Clark, an insurance man. Doc says there's swell people, and I got a hunch this might be it on account of because... <laughs> Don't you think this kitchen is arranged nicely, Mrs. Clark? Lots of cupboard space here. Oh, yes, this is lovely. Electric dishwasher. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's brand new. I'd love to have one. One nice thing about living next door to us, Mrs. Clark, if anything goes wrong with anything, I can fix anything. So if anything goes wrong with anything, you don't have Say, to... Say, the den in there is just great, Florence. Uh, I'm in insurance, you know. It'd be a fine place for me to go over my work at night. Yeah, I got plenty of insurance myself, but... Mr. Ingram is asking a hundred and a quarter, folks. Uh, that's completely furnished, of course. Oh, and I think the furnishings are all very nice, don't you, dear? Oh, fine. This is exactly what we've been looking for. Well, good, good. Well, let's go sit down in the den there, and you can make out your check, and the place is yours. Aren't they nice, McGee? Well, I told you I'd get the perfect tennis for this place. Now, make yourself at home there at the desk, Clark. I'm just real happy about this, Mrs. McGee. I think the house has everything Ray and I need. It's a swell house. Got everything anybody needs. Except, of course, an attic. Dearie. Uh, how will I make the check? Is it F. McGee? Right. F. McGee. 125 bucks. Doesn't the house have an attic, Mr. McGee? Oh, we don't need an attic, Florence. There's a big basement. Yes, we really have very little to store, anyhow. Oh, it's got an attic, all right. The, the attic just ain't for rent, that's all. You see... Uh, dearie. Mm. The owner just uh, has a lot of personal things stored up there, Mrs. Clark. Yeah, there's nothing to worry about as far as the attic's concerned. It's, it's, it's just locked, that's all. No, nobody's allowed up there. The owner just don't want anybody to look in there, that's all. Terry, hmm? uh, we love having you for neighbors, Mrs. Clark. Uh, see, do you play canasta? Hmm? Oh, yes, Ray and I play a lot. We, uh... uh this, uh... This attic, McGee, what, uh... What did you say the man has stored up there? Oh, just personal stuff, he says. Oh, nothing to worry about, of course. I mean, oh, he hasn't got the joint full of dynamite or atom bombs or stolen counterfeit money. Nothing like that. He said. Dearie, 
the owner is very nice, Mr. Clark. Yeah. He had to make a trip to Chicago to straighten out his factory back there. Old friend, is he? No, we just met him, Clark. Seems to be a swell guy, though. I see. <laughs> it was funny. The first time I met him was when he came over to our house and said he had to leave town in a hurry and would we rent out his house for him and not let anybody look in the attic. Keep it locked, he said. McGee, so... for goodness sake. What do you think, Ray? Well, uh, really, Mr. McGee, I, I think maybe we'd better look around a little more before we decide on a house. Uh, come on, Florence. Yes, Ray's office is downtown. And we should get closer to my work. Uh, but, Mrs. Clark... Uh, thank you very much. Good day. Goodbye. Yeah, but you said you liked the... What the heck's the matter with that? Ah, come on, let's go home. Fibber and Molly will be right back. You'll enjoy the thrill-filled entertainment that's yours for the listening each Tuesday evening on the NBC Radio Network. There's laughter intermingled with murder each Tuesday when Frank Sinatra portrays the footloose and fancy-free Rocky Fortune. Rocky Fortune never seems to hold any job longer than one week, but his continually changing occupations bring pulse-paced adventure. Make Rocky Fortune a regular Tuesday night listening habit. Then for two-fisted private detective work, call on Barry Craig as portrayed by William Gargan. You'll enjoy every action-packed moment of Barry Craig, so be sure to listen tomorrow for another of his rough-and-tumble encounters with mystery and intrigue. Also on Tuesdays, tune to the NBC radio network for Dragnet. Dragnet is the story of your police force in action. From crime to punishment, Dragnet takes you step by step on the side of the law in the solution of an actual crime. Dragnet, starring Jack Webb as Sergeant Joe Friday, is one of the week's greatest radio shows. Be sure to hear Dragnet tomorrow. Who is on the phone? Doc Gamble. Want to know if Clark and his wife rented the house. I told him the whole conversation. What did he say? He said, what is in that attic? Hmm. Good night. Good night, all. NBC and Richard Hutnut, makers of enriched cream shampoo and cream rinse and brought you the Fibber McGee and Bolly program transcribed with Natalie Masters as the woman and Parley Bear as Mr. Clark. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Tomorrow, Bob Hope announces the Woman of the Year on the NBC Radio Network.